America. This is uh, Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. Sitting here with uh, the remnants of having had COVID for uh, 10 days and then it turned into influenza A. So I'm still trying to recover. And so it's been kind of a lag in my podcast time. But I could, couldn't wait any longer to uh, analyze uh, what's going on at our border. It, it is insanity. And I don't know how long this insanity will perpetuate into uh, a revolution here in America. Uh, those of us that want to keep America great versus those forces that want to destroy America's sovereignty. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm, I'm listening. Are you listening? Did you did you hear uh, uh, this guy Schumer say uh, Americans are not producing enough babies? The birth rate is down from 3.5 to 1.7. So we need to let all these people in regardless of vetting or what they're bringing with them in terms of disease and cultural uh, differences and lack of education, lack of motivation, uh, actually working for uh, those people that got them here, such as the cartels, the uh, dictators, the warlords. And also at the same time, did you listen to our, I think probably our next president, uh, Nancy Pelosi, say that we need them here to pick the crops, pick the cotton. We need them here as slaves. That's what she was saying. Uh, Is it all the Democrats' fault? Hell no. We got the the governors at the borders, uh, red white or blue that is set on their thumbs without taking this thing to the Supreme Court and closing down the borders on the basis that all of these immigrants, refugees, or whatever you want to call them, are illegal. Totally illegal. How can this not only continue, how did it ever happen? Oh, you could say, and and I've heard it, and I've said it, if Trump would have been here, it wouldn't have happened. Well, why isn't Trump here? Well, because he was, lacked any humility. He thought he was the only reason that we uh, could survive. He used Hitler's slogan, which was make Germany great again. And started to to sound and look like him. So I can't defend uh, one or the other. And that's why I'm so bent on the development development and the use of a swing vote third party. Because what we have right now, the McCoys and the Hatfields, this great gridlock Congress has caused this situation, whether they be Democrats or Republicans or independents. And you independents out there better start to team up 
and start calling yourself something rather than just swinging from right to left and hitting yourself in the rear end. <clears throat> so my message is, is the American Enterprise Party, which really collates uh, monetary capital and human capital into what makes America great, which is American enterprise. And that's what we're losing to this uh, supply line de deficit. And we have basically given over technology <coughs> and our capability of, of generating wealth to our competitors. And so my suggestion is, is not, not more laws, not tariffs, not uh, uh, embargoes or sanctions on China and Russia and South Korea and all those states that have a, a, a trade imbalance with, uh, with us, is that we start playing this Viking enterprise. If they're going to supply it, they have to cover the freight. They have to, it's called FOB, freight on destination. They cover the freight costs. Right now, China owns the damn container ships, and they raised the price on containers from 3,000 a container to 30,000 per container. <coughs> Why? Because they could. They generated this thing called a pandemic, and then they started providing us with the um, PPS and the pharmaceuticals to fight it. So they're making money both ways. So we would start saying to them and any other country that we have a trade imbalance with, you cover the freight. And when it gets here, you unload it. And when it's unloaded, you transport it. And when you transport it, you're going to have to unload it. And then you're going to have to put it on the shelves that we're going to rent you. Because you're not going to get the shelf space free. Coca-Cola doesn't. They have to buy shelf space in our wholesalers and retailers. So come on. Let's, let's, let's do business the way business is to be done. You know what? And they'd say, oh, well, all they'll do is raise their prices. No, what they'll do is have to service us or lose our business. We are the consumers of the world. We need to use that leverage to right this wrong that has been by, done by Congress, presidents, whomever that had never run a business, started a business, or knew even how to do business. The Clintons, the Bushes, the, the, the Kennedys, they were all given their money. It was their heirs that were the ones that were the entrepreneurs. Not one of them except uh, Donald Trump, and even his, even his was inherited, and it was real estate, not the uh, manufacturing and, and retail and service businesses that we now have. We have become the servicing agents for the rest of the world and doing it for free. And then... And then we make no money. A $1 trillion um, annual trade deficit is a loss. We lose a trillion a year to this thing that's been set up to supposedly save the rest of the world, a uh, world of poverty and 
and, and um, countries, third world countries that need help, we're, we're, we're funding all that as the consumers. We need to start using our leverage. And what will happen? Yeah, the businesses will start, they'll start refusing to supply and we'll, and we'll have in this country, finally, entrepreneurs are being resurrected out of the small business mess that we have and start fixing the problem. It's not an issue between us and those countries. It's a problem. And unless we see it, say, uh, fix this problem, we're out of business. We're bankrupt. So then who are they going to sell it to? Huh? Get wise people and realize that we need to fire all the congressmen and start over because none of them have ever had a real job. They've always been on the dole. They got their college free. They got their jobs by, I guess, being smarter than I am and uh, have never started a business, run a business, and know even how to do business. And they're supposedly going to fix this? No, they cost it. So, Americans, let's wise up. I'm proposing a a swing vote party. I don't propose that the third party be the controlling party. It doesn't work. I'm saying have a referee, have a have someone that brings ideas to the table to fix the problems rather than shooting at each other like the Hatfields and McCoys and killing each other off or ignoring the rest of us and then opening the borders and shutting down our energy sources what in the hell who did that aoc who is a bartender what the hell is going on here wake up america start acting like americans you guys you Amer you you enterprising americans are the ones that make it work and the people, so-called leadership here, who are the, the supposedly the the wealthiest people in the world, they're politicians or they're they're the Musks or the the Madoffs or uh, the Ponzi scheme people who pyramid uh, other people's ideas into wealth, and then they don't want to share it. You know, the the capitalists and the and the and the socialists have to work together, and they do in business, small businesses. The money comes in as investment for the entrepreneur's products, and then the, <coughs> the enterprising Americans that, that get jobs to manufacture it and put it together and then sell it and make money. That whole process was invented here, and that's what makes America great. The rest of the world hasn't, hasn't done it that way. They've done it with monarchies or, or dictatorships or those things that do not work in the long run. So what is it? It's called teamwork. America is a giant enterprising team. And we've let the, our capability of getting out of the red zone and scoring and getting into the, to the end zone by having people, coaches, whatever, owners, <coughs> uh, give it away because they can make more money giving it to these other interests 
because they are they're in the selling of privilege. The Bidens, of course, are making millions just on the basis of the name, not on the basis of talent or or uh, starting any business or create anything. Are you kidding me? It's on the uh, 45, 50 years of being in government. Okay, well, government's necessary only to make sure that we don't destroy each other. It's not here to destroy us all together. So this podcast uh, is coming out to you with problems, problem definition, and, and solutions. And if you don't send this out to your friends and neighbors and relatives and whatever, and get this thing to be a viral happening, this country is done. We are now being gobbled up by the rest of the world, and they all want a piece of this American pie. It's not the American dream they want. They want the pie because <clears throat> it takes work to have the, the American dream. That is what it's all about, is work, effort, determination, uh, expectation, uh, pursuit of having a, your own home, your own family, your own lifestyle, your own happiness. <clears throat> so Americans, if you want to not only get it, but keep it, because now the rest of us are going to have to solve the problem because our leadership certainly isn't going to fix it. So I'm proposing new coaches, a whole new uh, uh, offensive plan. Yes, we got to play defense, but it shouldn't be just the Department of Defense. It should be the Department of Offense. And defense <clears throat> is a sub-department. So we need to take the the offense around the world. And I don't mean with a bomb. I mean with our capabilities of creating businesses, enterprises, ideas, solving problems, um, you name it. So yes, we need to have leadership that knows how to lead a team. We need coaches that have, have a winning record and can come up and bail this thing out because that's what it is. It's a bankrupt country that's being taken advantage of by the rest of the world at, at, at the cost of our future. So if this doesn't help you kind of get in perspective what I'm trying to do, then you haven't been listening. So until next time, this is Jerry Rhodes, over and out. Save America's democracy with a swing vote. What is the current state of the union? The red wave turned out to be the blue tide smashing the conservative hopes of a takeover of the Congress, then the presidency in 2024. Then deposed President Trump would announce his return as the nominee before Judas Ette, Brutus Pence, could use the January 6th Last Supper to propose a solution in his book So Help Me God to absolve himself from his role in serving up the Last Supper to the red wave saver, the Donald. And in the wing stumbles the Wizard of Oz, and his cabinet waiting to step up and save America from the fascist evil MAGA forces before the 2024 primaries. Why is this important to the current House of Cards and Senator Shards running our great American enterprise into bankruptcy? Where our debt exceeds our annual income by 30%, we are losing $1 trillion in trade deficit, 
the Fed is burying the U.S. in $31 trillion current liabilities termed federal debt, with $2 billion per week increases in the interest on our fiat money machine, and debt-ridden bond market economy, credit card debt at $1.3 trillion, college debt at $1.7 trillion, unrecorded obligations for Medicare, Social Security $100 trillion, deficit spending of $6 trillion per year unrecorded costs of the Ukrainian war with Russia $100 billion, the derailment of our energy production with the Green New Deal costing our economy a $1 trillion annually in lost revenues, and finally the ongoing cost of open borders as we admit 5.2 million welfare cases to our unemployed illegal immigrant population, and current administrative payroll $1.9 trillion for 24 million employed government bureaucrats. It shouldn't take a CPA to point out the obvious, our leaders have pushed American enterprise to the brink of a third world country, hiding the truth from its citizens, and illegals. The American dream, and American pie no longer exists. It will come down as a house of cards with the current administration lying its way to paying bills with more, and more debt instruments issued by the Fed, and U.S. Treasury printing press. The beneficiaries of this debacle are our enemies who have their own financial problems for overspending, and closures during the pandemic, but none to extent that America is overextended. China for example now has as much GDP from trade as the USA, most of which is with USA. Russia also dependent on serving our energy dependence with Green New Deal policies shutting down our source of GDP growth, the only way to pay down the debt is to control the supply of energy worldwide, not give it away for some academic threat of mass destruction, not by nuclear but because of nuclear energy not being the mainstay, for a clean environment. New technology could be utilizing the use of outer space placement of nuclear reactors on satellites, that jettison waste into the universe, not burying it on Earth. Not only is the country gridlocked on finances, but on the lack of new ideas, because of the controls being imposed by our propaganda machine known as social media, and the metaverse use of diversion of reality through using the propaganda machine for mind control and surveillance of our freedoms of speech. 1984 has arrived. Save America's democracy with a swing vote. What is the importance of the swing vote in any organization or team? Within America's politics and gamesmanship there are always disagreements, some call them issues without a solution, and most should call them problems seeking a solution. So the theory of the swing vote, the swing vote state or the swing vote judge is to make decisions on how to solve problems, not turn them into issues, that get compromised or referred to subcommittee for burial. In the case of politics, if there is no such mechanisms except filibustering by talking all night and day about nothing, to force rational thought that should be factored into our two-party system of gridlock, such as, the American Enterprise Party Swing Vote Platform, for saving the American dream. The greater good is a false positive and a true negative, whoever won a ball game by saying it's for the greater good. Greater good what is that, is it everyone is the same, or some are greater than others, or a misnomer for everyone gets a ribbon, and or a trophy regardless of effort, and skill. Isn't American Enterprise just another ball game? Where the umpire is for calling balls, and strikes not who wins or loses. Or the bets are for the greater good of the team that wins with over or under scoring. Get serious. When do people in general get up in the morning and say I'm going to work for the greater good of people in the ghetto? Never is my guess. Rather we should vote for leadership to get rid of the ghettos, not using taxpayer money, but enterprise zones for private investment, to eliminate that problem and its crime college. Using a human new deal to knock it down and rebuild charter schools, and small business enterprises, to be run by more intelligent Americans, educated, entrepreneurial gang members, who have a heart and soul to work for themselves and their neighborhoods, not the greater good of Black Lives Matter but for all law-abiding lives matter.
Oh no, we have leaders who profess to have a heart and soul but ignore the shambles in our inner cities as the have-nots. Like Nazi Germany, the Biden administration that is calling the MAGA followers neo-Nazis, while they proclaim the Green New Deal will save us for the greater good of, guess who, the elite politicians, who now have to have their own private security, and gated communities for their false positive greater good policies. What are some more failing policies of our leaders? How about 5 million illegal immigrants coming through the Biden-Harris and Ox squad, open borders? Is it for the greater good of sanctuary cities that they can't, and won't accept thousands, for their greater good policies? How about 85,000 additional IRS agents hired to catch and release tax cheaters after they pay their share of the inflationary cost of a dying free market enterprise, called America the home of the overpopulated street dwellers, ghettos and homeless shelters, with those who want their share of a piece of the American shrinking pie? The misnomer in reality is the greater good is a Marxist theory of turning deprivation into a failing nation using quietly quitting as its motto. Bore out, burn out, brown out then drop out, drop back into the greater bad. Just own nothing, and sit in your ghetto to be happy before the crematory solves your complaints. About the lack of housing and accoutrements, for living a healthy and happy life. That's neo-Nazi lifestyle at its best, until there isn't enough for the greater good, so there are those who get their share first, and what's left for the do-gooders with food lines for the poor, all voting for the greater good and love, not for one and the other, but for Big Brother. I do believe that George Orwell should find the Wizard of Oz Biden, and the Gigglier Harris, and the Socialist Sanders, and the Reformer Schumer, and the elitist Pelosi, and the squad to expose the progressives, as being for the greater bad of Big Brother rather than, free market American enterprise. American enterprising workers are the salt of the competitive world of commerce, trade, quality over waste, profit for all. A conspiracy against the atheists, Marxists, zeitgeist socialists, Chinese, Russian, North Korea, Iran, etc., and communist believers in the greater good of Marxism. While all any common good American worker wants is an opportunity to learn to earn for a skill to build and share in their personal effort, skill, will, and productivity for their own wealth. Invested in the American family, lifestyle, well-educated, prosperous, happy, healthy in their own home. Avoiding divorce, racist slurs, but being religious, honest, and only fearing those that aren't. This capitulates into the American dream of American capitalism and American socialism marriage for the many to one good. Americanism. Represented by the American Enterprise Party founded on humanism. See the website www.americanantiprizepoliticalparty.org whose humanism slogan is for life, is given to us free, while our freedom and opportunity must be be earned by Jerry Rhodes, founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party, and www.jerryrhodesauthor.com. For other publications. This is uh, recording number two of my favorite poem in uh, my poetry book, The Eighth Wonder of the World. It's called My America, the Bountiful. My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see, and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference. It's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework so they'll be able to see their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for the good of the country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance. 
and knowing as they grow up they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny. It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps towards a better life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's the feeling when you can unchain your dog and watch her run, free for the at least a little while, to watch the expression on her face when she re- she's released from the shackles and the sadness that reappears when she must be chained. My America is the freedom of choice to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest my capital I have saved in ventures I want to take for the good of my family and my country. Continued. My country is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions and my dreams to those who want to listen and to those enemies of America, of the America way who in themselves have not discovered America. My America is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky and warm sun, being able to complete the, its cycle from bloom to plumage to autumn, to a dormant grave only to rise again. My America is the personal commitment to grab opportunities that will better the country and to set an example for those who follow. What you give must be in proportion to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, and the earth from our grasp. For in our America and the world, resources are limited. The energy, though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute, the more free we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful. Oh yes, my America, the vision of the poet, the words of the orator, and the minds of the leaders. Be kind, be patient, be wise, but above all, humble to the reasons and the heritage of our freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine is mine America, as the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So help us, God. Amen. Speaking of Camelot, dystopia or utopia is the opposite of Camelot. While Camelot makes a dope of you if you don't have a lot, where if you have it all, including the pot, and home in a gated stall, Giddy up y'all. Paying Peter to pay off Paul. Who rats on everyone even a brotherhood's son. While, its brother dystopia and its sister utopia promises a lot of someone else's Camelot. Free enterprise on the other hand is building businesses around enterprising people using capital as a work ethic, underlying what economists call human capital, pursuing the American dream. In pursuit of Camelot. It's not a zero-score game, how can anything be better if all are the same? It's what is underlying the American dream called work for a risk to share in the profits of the game. While politics sacrifices peace for power, and uses power for defense. Dystopian offense is fear hidden in tactical warfare, using the threat of WMBs, and pandemics. What is the problem versus an issue when it comes to standing up to a fear threat, with the courage to fight for Ukraine's democracy? For example, 
is it worth the risk to end the Ukraine war with Russia to use tactical weapons, rather than peace negotiations with the enemy? Using the UN, and NATO is the catalyst to bringing Ukraine's democracy, into the membership, not its government. Stopping Russia with strategic warfare, using the threat of the world's democracies, demanding peace negotiations, and a no-fly zone for the good of the NATO, EU, and its members. Totaling 75 countries, as the pressure for cutting off Russia's plans for power, with a peace offering to them of membership into NATO, and the EU. Neuter Putin's desire for power with peace. Utopian defense is reactionary to the source of conflict, leaving the perp in control of the next moves. Questioning whether Putin will retaliate or negotiate from a position of strength. Obviously, he is not playing defense, and will not give in to threats of offense that is shallow and misfiring where it hurts his resources, energy, and Ukraine's production of resources, energy, and grain. A position of status quo and destruction for the sake of land grab and superiority. America's best defense is a strong offense, not acquiescing to threats and political rhetoric. Our current Camelot administration is not focused on problem-solving our foreign affairs by having an open policy of contrition. Open borders, exit from Afghanistan, soft on crime, overspending on climate speculation, allowing the Fed to sink the housing, stock market and 401k plans under the guise of fighting inflation, gridlocking Congress with spending bills, rather than financial planning. So, we now have the results of the midterms that the Republicans were counting on for a power grab to totally sink the Democrats' sinking ship. Without an offensive strategy or plan on turning around the economy from a loser to a winner before the next presidential election, now it's time for infighting between the DeSantos lovers and the Trump haters. Distracting from any effective leadership to derail the Dems' visions of Biden running again on top of the House of Cards and a Senate of Shards, with the American dream stuck on go or not go for the future of the republic. Eventually, the solution will become a reality that the only solution is a third-party referee to bring civility and sanity to the table. The American Enterprise Party stands in the wings as such a solution. Yes, it is time for a rational approach to governance, built on our diverse strengths of will and freedom before we lose both to woke forces, destroying our ability to foster a strong economic offense. With peace is strength, love is peace and strength is faith. Accountable to a higher power for deliverance of peace and goodwill to all. Speaking of Camelot gives us the direction but not a destination. Our destiny depends on our honor and courage to protect democracy at all costs. That's America's Camelot.